going on, Stones fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, are my podcasting partners, Paul. Yes. And Dan. What's going on, people? And welcome to this episode of Fanning the Flames, the OG Phoenix Suns podcast that is made for the fans. That's you guys, by the fans. That is us. Make sure to follow me on Twitter. I'm at so says Jay Paul. I'm at Dervish of Whirl. Dan. Uh, uh, you can chirp, follow chirp. Buffalo Trace at Buffalo Trace. You can follow me no longer on Twitter because I am no longer on Twitter. We'll find out if that's permanent or not here shortly. But yeah. And you're addicted. You'll be back. And the pod is at Fan Flames NBA. And make sure that when you're on that pod form, where you listen to us, that you rate, review, and subscribe. I don't know why I bother asking that. I feel like nobody ever does. Although I don't really look either. Can we talk about Dan not being on Twitter? Can we just start with that? Or do we yes. start with Sarver? Or is this all one and the same? Are they? Or have I said too much? Are they two in the same? Are they two peas in a pod? Could we say uh, that I, perhaps they're like peanut butter and jelly? Are they or would you say all that they're coin. are they more let's, like let's, oil and water? Let's let's oil not, and vinegar. I, I don't ever want to be the same side of the, the the different side of the same coin with Robert Sarver. Let's not different side let's, of the same coin or the same side of a different coin. <gasps> I don't know what any of this means right now, but definitely not peanut butter and jelly because peanut butter sucks. Thank you. I'm not the only one who thinks it sucks. No, peanut butter is gross, too. I don't fuck with peanut butter at all. Anyway, uh, yeah, man. Paul, uh, aren't you? Hold on. Wait, wait. Paul, aren't you allergic to peanuts? Yes, but I also think it's. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I've had it. It's not like I'm tasting something. I'm like, damn, I can't have this. I'm like, this is gross. Thank God I can't have it. I mean, uh, I feel like your body has no choice but to tell you that. Because otherwise, you know, you would die. I love peanuts. I just don't fuck with peanut butter. Anyway. Uh, yeah, man. I I mean, if it's it's always been a thing, right? Uh, Twitter can be kind of toxic. It's kind of a, one of those things where, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. And I'm, I'm guilty of it, too, because I, I talk a lot of shit on Twitter as well, right? But, what? you know, this whole thing... <laughs> This whole thing with the Sarver thing is just brought out, and I get it. Like, the whole Sarver thing's terrible. Um, it's shitty. I mean, for all intents and purposes, the guy's a piece of shit. But um, it brings out a lot of people that love to um, point fingers. People love the outrage culture. People love to, you know, say all kinds of shit to feed an agenda. And I'm not just talking about the Sarver shit. I'm talking about everything. Um, right down to the fact where I apparently I I said that it sucks that we didn't have a smoking gun on Sarver and that nothing was going to come out of this investigation, in my opinion. And somebody thought that was me siding with Sarver and, you know, all that shit. But then I think the straw that broke the camel's back was when people were saying, you don't understand because you're not black. Which pisses me off because you know what I am is I'm 100% Mexican and I live in fucking Arizona. So if people want to talk about discrimination and fucking prejudice, I'll fucking show you some shit because I've lived here my whole life. I've had to deal with it the whole time. So 
Don't fucking tell me. I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, I digress. My uh, absence from Twitter is either permanent or is going to last less than 29 days because apparently that's how long I have to reactivate my account. You just click it, reactivate it for like an hour and then deactivate it again just so you don't lose it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even post it. I bet there's a li- there's probably a limit to how many times you can deactivate an account before I no they. Idea. I bet there is. I don't know why there would be. I don't know why I care. But I'm going to say, Paul, Paul, do you think yep. that Dan's going to stay off of Twitter permanently? No. no. I don't either. Frankly, I'm 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 shocked that you 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 made this. I mean. You've anger left our group chats before. You've anger walked <laughs> out of podcasts before. I mean, we're on what eight episodes? Nine, maybe ten? I don't know. Uh, less? Why do you? Wow, that was weird. Both of you just looked to the left at the same time. He is in the same room. No, um, we're part of a simulation. And also, yeah. why don't you number our podcasts so that we know this? Oh, producer. Because I didn't do it at the start, and I figured it would be <laughs> difficult to... I mean, you ever do something where it's like you've procrastinated so much, you might as well not do it? That's where we're at. Should I start now? Should I just start at one with this episode? <laughs> episode one? Or you can count well, you backwards, probably just... or like our first episode. Now, yeah, we, if we can like, start you wait with a the year, one that then did, it's going to be kind of hard. When it's officially part... If we could officially start volume two of Fanning the Flames with the first episode, Dan was an official member of the pod. Okay, well, I, I feel one. like we're going way too far too far too far off the rails. Nobody cares we're, about this. Hold on, what, what what were you talking about before we even led into that? Summer? Dan, you were oh, talking. Man. Yes. Oh, man. you're Dan's not going to stay off of Twitter forever. I, I I say that there's absolutely no way that that's going to happen. Nope. That's all. That's all. So. Let's talk about the Suns, boys. Let's talk. And you know what? You mentioned Sarver. I know that's probably something that we should discuss. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we're recording this after the Suns come off of their sixth win in a row, beating Portland, just coming off, of, you know, the, the back end of a back to back. This is one of those games where, you know, you expect the Suns to win. But at the same time, you can see it as a trap game. Well, they came in, they took care of business. Uh, handled Portland pretty nicely. Well, again, won their sixth in a row. So let's talk about something positive before we start the Sarver stuff. Can we do that, or what do you guys want to do? I mean, you boys, you boys, you boys drive this ship here. You you I mean, two I, voted I, for I, the I you you two voted way. against my better wishes again for that Atlanta loss last weekend, which did not come to fruition. So did not. Did not. I'll go so. ahead and against against my better judgment yet again to allow you to steer the ship here. I mean, part of me is like, I feel like we should just get out of the way so we can get into talking about happier stuff rather than ending on a negative note. Okay. But go ahead. Dan, so, so Paul, why don't you go? Let's go. Paul, you want to lay mean, out kind of what, what was, what was in the article, your thoughts on it, wherever you want to go with it. Let's, let's, let's have a little open forum here, boys. Let's just rant, rave, do whatever we want to do about the server situation. Because at the end of the day, it's in the NBA's hands at this point. It's it in is. the NBA's hands. The court of public opinion has sounded in quite loudly, and now it's a matter of seeing what uh, the investigation being led up by the same 
firm, the same attorney, if I'm not mistaken, that led up the Donald Sterling investigation. And, and it's all the, in the hands and of those. And the, I think they, I think basically has done every investigate, any, every one of those high profile issue investigations did the maps too. I think it did all four. It will have been all four of them since silver took over. Um, I mean, if you're listening to a Phoenix Suns pod and you don't know the details of this, I'm not going to rehash it. There's outside of this, there's an article that was really that was put out by ESPN that alleged a very toxic culture, including racism and misogyny, led by Robert Sarver inside the Phoenix Suns organization. There were over 70 people former and current employees of the organization who were interviewed for the article. Very few had allowed their names to be included in the article, but there's uh, assuming everybody was telling the truth, you know, that's, that's a lot of smoke, but my position on it. And I mentioned this in our group chat today, I'm kind of surprised I didn't get any response to it. So I'll be interested to see your guys' response now is so we've had four situations. <laughs> what our group chat, like us? Our group chat, yeah, yeah. Some of us, we, some of us have jobs, Paul, and work. So do I. Um, you're the one who started Allegedly. texting me about it at six a.m. That's true, dude. You did. <laughs> yeah. Started. I was, dude. So four yeah, and then I got, and then I, I started was, working, and here we like are. Five, it was like five forty-four in the morning, and I'm taking a shit, and fucking just. <laughs> I wasn't out of bed me. yet. <laughs> Justin text something about fucking hey so by the way how the fuck do you feel about I'm like what why is this lawyer talk while I'm taking a shit trying to fucking just you know look at something funny online like I, I don't know did I send it the, did I send it this early that early this morning yeah, it was I mean, early it was man pretty fucking early buddy I'll give you an exact time here soon, but uh, so Paul, give your sorry, b- b- Paul, but anyway, okay. uh, apologies, anyway. Paul, for not responding to your. But here, this is why. Look, lay it on us, so we can we can do it. We'll do it live, as they say. So there have been four situations where there's been some type of hostile, toxic work environment it, that have been investigated that have become decently sized stories in the NBA. Uh, since in the last, I guess, decade at this point. 6.06 a.m., by the way. Okay. Thank you, man. <laughs> so the two Pretty that early. have actually, the two that have resulted in anything significant, and that's assuming that the Hawks' choice to sell about a year after they had their issue was related, which has never been proven and I don't even know if it's been investigated, but they were put under investigation. And then about a year later, they went up for, they went up for sale. I, I can't assume, I can't think that there wasn't some type of connection with that just because of proximity. But um, the difference between the Hawks situation, the Clipper situation and the Suns and the Mavs situations is that that first, those first two, the issue was with, management being racist about the actual players. Like the stuff that was caught on tape or caught in emails was about the pl- players. Like I, n- I remember in Atlanta specifically, it was about Luel Dang. And, you know, that gets the NBPA heavily involved because it's the players and it's, and whatnot. Whereas the, 
Maverick situation and so far with the Sun situation, unless something can be proven out of those comments that Jalen Rose made about um, Sarver calling DeAndre Ayton a lazy N-word um, with regards to why he didn't want to pay him the max, unless there's something that comes out of that. Um, it's all about back office people. It's all about everybody but the players. And I hate to say it, but there's not enough light shining on the back office to really make the NBA go that extra mile to want to push an owner out. So like, you know, that's what I mean, because cause they can they can brush it under the rug with like, here's a fine. Here's a you know, you got a clean house. You got to do all this sensitivity training or whatever. And it just kind of goes away because it's not those public facing individuals, the players. And I mean, I hate, I'll say to say it, the players aren't going to protest for their staff, for the staff that they don't even really know versus how they did in the Sterling situation where, you know, again, it was racism towards the players and the pl- the players then demonstrated and responded to it and just kind of kicked off a firestorm. So to Dan's point about there not being a smoking gun, that's kind of where I'm sitting on the situation. Okay. A couple of things I want to ask you about. And okay. the first one I don't know if there's clarification out there or not, but with respect to the Jalen Rose thing, Mm -hmm. has there been any clarification by him or otherwise as to whether that was Jalen making a comment and using that as a hypothetical and example? Dan Bickley Bickley on Bickley and Murata this morning said that he has heard from another person that they heard that same story. They don't know if it was by the same source or if it was a different source or what, but he heard that independently. Okay. So he heard the same thing. He heard somebody say that they heard the same thing. Basically he, whoever the source is not that person, but somebody from that, somebody who heard from that person it happened told bickley they heard that is that yeah. right okay. i think that's what it was but yeah it's <laughs> yeah okay but and again because names were i not feel like isn't know. it is it weird and maybe it's not i don't know but i, I feel like jalen rose could have just it's, like come out and like clarified that, it very yeah. but he could have clarified it very easily afterwards it's it's odd to me that he has been like this is what i well, what i meant when i said, said it, espn right? has deleted all videos about it Oh really? So, yeah, they, yeah. You can't find it anymore. Oh, yeah. I did not know and that. The, and then, yeah, yeah I mean, and the, unless you, somebody has a copy of it, you wish they do because it's the freaking internet. But like ESPN does not have that clip posted anymore. Although you say it's going to be out there no matter what because it's the internet. I hear it's almost impossible to find video of Chris Rock's first pitch. Apparently, he threw out a horrendous first pitch at one point in his career. And is no way to be found. Yeah. <laughs> that's so that's right. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry. Bam out of bio fucking sucks. If anybody ever compares him to DeAndre Ayton again, y'all Dave. can go fuck yourselves. Jesus Christ. Look at this shit. Really? How is that not going to get called an offensive foul, you moron? 
<laughs> Sorry, guys. I just I don't want the Lakers to win this fucking game, and their fucking Heat are shit in the bed right now. Anyway, oh, Tyler um, Hero. Okay. Um. So the other thing I was going to ask you about, uh, with respect to what you were saying, is you mentioned players aren't going to protest. DA's missed the past couple of games after he missed a game, came back, and now has missed the past three, is it? Two. Anyway. Two. Two. There's been there's been speculation from folks saying, well, is this DA sitting out because the timing of him sitting out is suspicious? Yeah. Co- coincided. And I believe it's three games now because he set out Saturday, did he not? It, yes. Three of three and four, but it's been he, he came back and then he said, I got you. Do you, do yeah, you, I, I mean, mean, you know where I'm going. Go ahead. I know where you're going with that. And I mean, is that possible? It is a hundred percent, but until that's vocalized by him specifically, or like, that's just rumor and innuendo at this point that that's why he's not playing. Um, you know, so the timing is suspicious, but I mean, he did get injured before the story dropped. He did try to play afterwards. And then again, there, then the Jalen Rose thing. So I don't know. It's yes, it, it's entirely possible, but at the same time, I feel if he was going to sit out, I feel like he would be vocal. Right. About that, exactly. which is really, the, which is really, which is where, why I, I question that. Yeah, I'm with you yeah. on that. My my from and and sorry, Dan, just really quickly, I'm with you on that because, from my perspective, I'm like, if he's going to sit out because he's protesting for whatever reason, or he you know he believes or he's heard the same thing or whatever the case might be, to not express that publicly kind of undermines the whole point, right? Yeah. Um, which is why I'm, I'm with you. It doesn't really make sense for that to be the reason. And, and I'll say this too. I was at the game that he played in and I tweeted out, I think at some point in the fourth quarter is DA done because he hadn't been in for a bit. And, and what I didn't mention in that tweet was actually, I had seen, he was on the bench in the fourth there and he had ice already on the knee. So I'm thinking, okay, he must be done. And then the ice was off and you saw him kind of looking like he, he's kind of trying to get, uh, you know, some some range of motion go on, going with it and whatnot, doing lunges and 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 what have you on the sidelines. And then shortly thereafter, came back in for the final few minutes. So he didn't look fully comfortable there in that fourth quarter of that game that he came back in and played even before he went back in. And that's, of course, my uneducated eye. But for what it's worth, that's what I observed at that game before he went back on the shelf. And now, as Mrs. Paul pointed out, two games Dan, you were going to say my apologies. Oh no, you're good, bud. Um, it's listen, man. It, this situation is is so fucked, right? Because it's a good way of putting is, it. You know, like this is just what we need after a long run of the finals. And when this first broke, people started celebrating and saying, "Oh, this is great. We're finally get." Look, I understand people want Sarder out. I'm one of them. This is not good for the team it's just not there's no situation where this is something good um it sucks it, it sucks that this is what the team's gonna have to go through i think fortunately enough they have monty williams they have james jones and they have chris paul um and i think they're gonna get through it i think they'll be fine 
Now, the thing that really, the thing is, so people will say, you know, 70 people aren't lying. And while I, I agree with that, I don't think 70 people that were interviewed or however many people were interviewed or testified or not testified or, you know, spoke to the reporter. Um, well, I don't think 70 people lied. I don't think that just be, you, you can't just take that as proof that it happened. You can't say, oh, 70 people aren't lying. Probably not. But the thing is, there's still no smoking gun. We need corroboration. So when people come out and they say, oh, well, Devin Booker didn't do this. Devin Booker didn't do that. Um, you know, player X didn't come out and say, oh, hey, no, like we stand against this. You can't hold them to that shit because guess what? They're professionals and, and they're not, you talk about boycotting. Donald Sterling was caught on tape. You heard his voice. Okay. That was a smoking gun. I guarantee you if there was something like that going on with Starber, and I'm not saying that these allegations are false. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if there was video or, you know, you know, proof of it or some type of recording, yes, the players would have taken a stand. So this crazy bullshit that Brian Windhorst fucking said on his podcast where he's like, oh, the Suns players had a chance to stand up and 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 stand up to Robert Sarver. No, you fucking idiot, because this is these are all these are allegations. You fucking dumbass ESPN employee who, by the way, has had issues themselves with diversity and racism and they're fucking right. Hey, Rachel Nichols. Hello. So yeah. let's okay. Hello. You know, ah, fuck. It just pisses me off, man. It pisses me off because I'm pissed off that we're talking about this instead of a six game winning streak. It pisses me off that people don't know how to fucking comprehend shit, you know, cause Hey, I hate Sarver too, man. But guess what? There's no smoking gun. So of course the fucking basketball players are going to boycott games and come out and say, oh, well, we stand up. But yes, they're going to keep their fucking mouth shut because they have to. All right? Guess what? I'm an asshole, too. If people told me I was racist, people came out with allegations that I was racist, guess what? People would be like, oh, he's a fucking dick. Maybe it's true. But guess what? Nobody's ever heard me fucking be a racist asshole. You know why? Because I'm not. I'm not saying Robert Sarver is not. That's not what I'm fucking saying. And luckily, I'm not on Twitter anymore, so people can't fucking <laughs> this shit. But holy fuck. Some of you guys are fucking drunk with the outrage culture shit. Stop. It's not fucking good for you. It's not. And good lord, I hope you're not teaching your fucking kids that shit. Because it's fucking toxic. It's the worst thing you can fucking teach your kids. So, you know, I don't sorry. know the worst... Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> it's it's not good. Just fuck. Sorry, guys. Can, guys can, yeah, I'm I'm done. <laughs> um, you know the w- one thing, and I I tweeted about this after the story came out. One thing that particularly stood out to me. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of shocking stuff in there. I don't think there's any debate that there are obvious issues with the workplace environment there at, at the Phoenix Suns, right? But, one thing that came out 
in that article, like I said, that I, I found particularly disheartening, I guess you can say, is, is is the way that employees felt like they had no place to turn because HR wasn't going to do anything. HR basically said, if you're going to do anything, there are going to be legal issues, that kind of stuff. I mean, first of all, it, it, it need not be said how inappropriate that is for any HR, uh, you know, of HR of any organization to engage in that type of conduct. And, and and this is, of course, what's alleged in, in the story. Um, but if, if that were indeed the case, I think people need to understand that, you know, the employer isn't the end all be all. And that's why you have organizations like the the EEOC out there, um, the, you, NBA. The, the NLRB, the NBA for for yeah purposes of this. When you're looking at this, I mean, it's a employer who's part of a great greater organization right i mean, take things up to a higher level and always think that if you're in that type of situation regardless of the size of your employer really and there's this type of there's racist conduct going on there's sexist conduct going on there's inappropriate conduct going on if if the higher ups are not doing anything and particularly if the higher ups are threatening if you were to try to do anything i mean then you look further. Like I said, the EEOC, not to sound like a lawyer, but call a lawyer um, because it's it's terrible for employees to ever go through a scenario where they're thinking, OK, yeah, I'm at a job that I might not love every single day. But on top of that, if things get to the point where it's not just this is a difficult job and gets to a, a level that goes beyond that, I'm just stuck with no recourse because that's never going to be the case. Always, always an avenue to go. That's 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 my takeaway from all of this. And at the end of the day, like I said before, we'll, we'll see what this investigation turns turns up. We'll see what the results of it are. But until then, I'm hoping we need not spend a lot of time on what, like Dan said, is not good for this organization as a whole. It's not good for our city, especially with how much positive energy we've had since that playoff run. It's just. You know, disheartening is a word that I keep going to, but at the end of the day, it's probably one that doesn't speak, you know, significantly enough uh, of of the the seriousness of all of this kind of stuff. But again, at the end of the day, I'm hoping that we we need not pay attention to it directly. You know, in in terms of podcast in terms of uh, just us as fans and and can enjoy the team and the success that we're, we're having what do you think paul yeah yeah i agree with that i mean i'll be and again i'm not see. saying and i'm not trying to under you know under uh, underscore i am trying to underscore i'm not trying to minimize the significance of the issue of course but like i said it's just such a black eye that let the investigation take its course and see what happens right yep dan yeah. Did you say something about a six-game win streak? Hey. Yes. Hey, who would you real s- quick. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sup. So, so for for people that want to boycott the sun and stop watching, my response to that, and I said this on Twitter back when I had a Twitter account, <laughs> I fucking refuse. I fucking refuse to let somebody who is. You know, racist, whatever the case is, who's a giant piece of shit. I refuse to let that motherfucker ruin something that's brought me joy for 32 years. So I am not going to tell you how to protest something. I understand people are upset. And I understand if you want to boycott Suns games, if you don't want to 
purchase a jersey, if whatever the fuck you want to do, hey, do you. I'm I'm not uh, and I'm not going to judge you. Just do what you got to do. Me on the other hand, guess what? I love the Suns. I've loved them for 32 years. That's not going to change. They just went to the fucking finals and I hope they get back to there this season to finish the job. So, I refuse to let motherfucking Robert Sarver ruin something that's brought me joy. And that's the and, last thing I'll say about that. And and you know, Dan, I'm actually I'm I'm actually happy you said that because I think when it comes to that whole concept of of boycotting things, you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, this this the Suns are not about Robert Sarver. The Suns aren't about their owner. The Suns aren't about even the players, the coaches, the staff. I mean, the Suns are an entity that has existed. It's been part of Phoenix. The Suns are Phoenix, right? It's this is something that you know the the organization, the fandom, the 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 passion, the commitment that we have to the to the team isn't about any individual person or even a group of people it's 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 a conglomeration it's this concept right yeah what are the suns more than a concept the suns are the suns are a concept the culture a city and at the end of the day one person like you said or even look we've gone through scandals in the past and i'm not going to compare you know these apples to apples but think of like the drug scandal that we went back through in what the the, the late 80s and yeah. of course that was a, a a time when perhaps most people listening wouldn't remember shit i wouldn't remember because i was even just a young tyke myself but we've 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 been through these these darker times i guess you can say but at the end of the day uh, I'm with you. I, my, I I just can't see it within me to abandon the team because I I was gonna say I disagree I? with. I vehemently disagree with if if allegations are true. Obviously, with the way that Sarver conducts everything there uh, on yeah. a professional and personal basis. Yeah, and, but and also it's not the what, Robert Sarver sons, right? It's exactly. The sons. And and is it is it Devin Booker and Chris Paul and DeAndre and Mikael Bridges? Cam Johnson has campaigned. Is it their fucking fault? Right. This shit is going down. If anything, this is the fucking time to get behind them. They probably need the fans now more than ever. And, and I mean, we've seen the, 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 they've played really well, obviously. And it's a six game win streak pretty much since a lot of was, is it since this story actually came down or they they went right before it? They haven't lost since the, since the uh, story. Uh, since the story came out. The story came out what last Thursday? Yeah, they haven't lost since. Yeah, but they hadn't lost before that too. I mean, they haven't they had lost, they lost six the games game. since last Thursday. Right, well, but I mean, I'm just nice saying ball. they still haven't. They haven't lost since the story came out. I mean, think about the expectation or the potential that a story like that could, you know, rock the team in a way that actually impacts it on the floor. You know, look at it from that perspective. Obviously, we're not seeing that, but yeah. hey. Let's talk about these wins, huh? And let's talk about who who do you think? Who do you think has been, would you say, the MVP during this little six game win streak that the Suns the, have had? The, the MVK? <laughs> the most valuable what? Kaminsky. MV Kaminsky? <laughs> Dude. What did he do? So did, what did he do? Either one of you guys have it in front of you what he finished with tonight against the Blazers. Yeah. I know yeah. it was a career high. 31 points. Um, 31, 31 points, seven rebounds, three assists, one block, plus 16 on the night. 
12 for 18. Um, the only other guys who had over 10 free uh, field goal attempts were Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Besides him, five for five from the line. Yeah, solid night. God, man. Yeah, no, and and you know he's and I think I said I think I said this last week, um, but you know when things weren't looking great for the team. He had come in that one game when D.A. was out and I commented, looked like he was actually having fun. Things started seeming to click then, you know, and I think he just brings us this. God, dude, what an energy Frank brings. And that performance. I mean, let's not remember. I mean, he's a high draft pick. This is a guy who got picked. What What was he? Eighth, ninth, eighth, I think. I think. Yeah. And okay, I'm not going to get get ahead of myself and be like Frank Kaminsky is, you know, now going to perform like this all the time. But this is stuff that we've seen from in the past. I mean, what was it? The beginning of the year last year was there? Maybe the year before. No, he wasn't with us at the beginning of last year, right? Because he was gone and then came back. I think he was. I think that was no, he, training he, camp. Yeah, he was, I think he was cut in training camp. He was with the Suns okay. by the beginning of the season. But then it was the year before when the first year that he was here, like he came out of the gate gates, like gangbusters. I was like, Oh my God, Frank Kaminsky, you Frank Kaminsky. all confidence. Exactly. Exactly. But the great thing is, you know, that Frank is going to give that to you. You know, he's going to give it, he's going to give you that effort every single game and he's going to bring that energy. And again, filling in admirably him and Jay, Jay, him and well, Jay's been playing great too, but Frank and JaVale, well, well, DA has been out, man. We see exactly why we pick those guys. We'll pick JaVale up because he fits in perfectly as that backup. But then when DA's not, not out there, there's not as big of a hole. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Dan. Sorry, dude. You could have cut it to one. So the Lakers went. They were up by I like thought you were seven. talking about JaVale. I was like, damn. No, no. They were up by like seven in overtime. And then the Heat come back. Fucking Bam Adebayo, who people think is better than DeAndre Ayton. Um, he fucking missed the free throw after the end one. So now instead of it being a one-point lead and they can foul and maybe they can now it's a two-point lead. 21 seconds left. I know. I'm behind. You guys are probably way ahead. But wait, what? So <laughs> were we... Did you... did Any any thoughts there on, on Frank's performance or are you too enthralled with the uh, Miami Lakers game? Damn. No, no, dude. So the the thing with Frank is people look at things the wrong way, right? So Frank was my one of my favorite players last season because when they went through that stretch where they were like, what, like 9-0 and with him in the starting lineup or some shit like that, people would lose their shit because Frank Kaminsky was in the starting lineup. And I fucking loved it. And I fucking loved it. And then, you know, the thing, the the – the time when Frank really, you know, when, when I got really, um, I guess you can, not enthralled, but when I was happy with Frank was game six of the finals, man. He came in, he was fucking money in that game six. And he did everything to, he think everything, he did everything he could to bring us back. And they, and they almost came back. And uh, I, I thought that was great for Frank. I've always liked Frank. I don't know why people like hate on him so much. Like, like, dude, if you're really that upset about your third string center, like, <laughs> uh, buddy, like you're just complaining to complain. At this it's point. a good thing. It's a good problem to have. If it's the third string center yeah, is, uh, is, is, yeah. is, 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 is the center of attention. 
So I, I, I really enjoyed his play today. Um, I really enjoyed – actually, I really thought Eddie Johnson made a great point, and he said, you know, in years past, you know, he would have celebrated all these threes. You would have seen him fist pumping. He would. He even said you would have seen him fanning the flames, mm-hmm. which he used to do after up. every three. Um, but tonight, it just it, or not even just tonight. It was all business, man. Holy shit! The Lakers just fucking they just got a five second violation against them. That's fucking fantastic. Who does that? <laughs> How is it 2021? You have a timeout left and you still get a five second violation. Anyway, I love, I love how the year has anything to do with it. I feel like I feel like you don't see that. Like you haven't seen that since like the 90s, you know. But anyway, no, it, it's great for Frank, man. I'm happy for him. He's a cool he, he, he's a fucking cool guy. And I think people hate on him unjustly. You oh, know, it's Jesus, funny. Tyler I, I, here. What the fuck? Yeah, was that, that was way off. You are a little behind. Hey, so I, I, I used to say about Frank last year that I enjoyed him on the court because he was one of those guys that wasn't even like a hit or miss game necessarily. It could be like possession to possession. Like he could yes. have an amazing offensive possession and then like go down court and get beat seven times on the defensive end in one possession somehow. Um, but this year, it's just been like, he's just there. Like you said, dude, he's like workmanlike. And again, filling in more than admirably uh, for not even for DA because he's not even starting. He's coming off the bench here with this. I mean, and going back to a testament, this is a testament to James Jones, right? I mean, the guy has built a roster. Our our third string center just went for 31, what'd you say, Paul? Six? Seven. Uh, Seven three. and three on twelve of eighteen shooting. Um, five from the line. Our 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 third string point guard was a starting point guard for a playoff team last year. Okay, other uh, than Knicks, but still in the Eastern Conference. But still, I mean the depth. We talked about the depth last season, but now we're seeing it even more here. Um, already early in this season, we're seeing that depth pay off. With campaign being out, we're seeing that depth pay off. So. Man, six wins in a row feels great. Seeing the team click and seeing players click. And that that's something we talk about, too. <clears throat> you know, in the early season woes, all the shooting, and Cam Johnson's still not playing great, but you had games where Cam's missing and Jay's missing, or, or Cam's missing and Book's missing, Book and CP missing, whatever the case might be. And you could weather the storm having one of those guys off, but short of having somebody step up huge, if you have a couple of them, the Suns are going to be in trouble. But we know based on the talent that's on the team that you're not going to have a lot of nights where multiple of those guys are going to be off. Well, we saw it early in the season, but now we're starting to see these guys really start clicking. And I mean, shoot, it's great to see because I think what last year and last year we were what nine and weren't we eight and three last year or something like that too. And we want a no. little losing streak. No, I thought we were we had a like, five game losing streak. There wasn't a bad losing streak there. I thought we kind of, yeah, no. they, they started, they started eight and eight. Yeah, I know and, that. Um, and maybe they were at like more five than two games in a row. or something like that. I don't that. think the Suns lost more than two games in a row until the, until the finals. The entire no, season. No, that's not true. Cause they lost two games in a row to Denver. No, more than two games in a row. Oh, they never lost three games true. in a row. Then that is true. They only lost three games in a row once, and only Sorry, lost Dan. four games in a row. Once. <laughs> I knew that was coming um, when I mentioned it. 
So I can't get over watching you guys. Are you trying to watch the TV too, Paul? You guys yes. both keep looking like at the mm-hmm. same time, and it's I don't know. It's it's kind of beautiful poetry in motion to a certain degree. No, no, it's not. No, <laughs> yeah, that 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 fuck had nothing to do with this game. Oh, oh, oh! But it, Frank, it had to do with me so, bringing up the finals. Yeah, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I know where I know where you were with that. So and any any other thoughts on any anybody else that's kind of stood out to you guys here during the six game win streak? I mean, everyone's kind of done their thing. You know, Book really still I mean, he he's had a couple of solid games, but even tonight convicted. he had a tough shooting night. Right. I still say that there's something to this thing with the ball. I mean, Dame's still not shooting the ball well. He's also only shooting three free throws a game, apparently, which is uh, quite interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean the um, free throws are down across ball the ball thing. Yeah, I, I don't know, man, because I mean Book hasn't had the best, but he was fine in the Olympics, and that that's like a fuck. Then like in the Olympics, he's a fucking rugby ball. So like, I don't know if the ball has a ton to do with it. It has some, but they're gonna make their adjustments. It's not like the fucking ball that they try to roll out when Steve Nash is playing. That was a fucking disaster. Um. But my my thing is is you know you talk about you know people clicking and stuff like that. The thing that's crazy and the thing that has me most excited is that the Suns haven't even clicked as a whole yet. Right. I mean, Da's out. Cam you know, Johnson not playing well. Like Cam said. Johnson. Cam Johnson's campaign yeah, was out. Better game today. Campaign is fucking. I love fucking love campaign, man. I can't believe I said he fucking sucked on it. I actually said he fucking sucked on a podcast one time. So sorry, campaign. But to be fair, he had two really shitty games after he was signed. But anyways. Um, out. You know, so, uh, yeah, man. Like, it, it's... Which is why, like, all this fucking cyber bullshit is, is so... It's disheartening. Good. It's disheartening because it's like... This team's won six in a row. They haven't hit their stride yet. People are sucking off the Warriors left and right. They haven't fucking played anyone. To be fair, maybe neither have the Suns. But the Suns are winning the games they should. And the Warriors, they're just like, oh, my God. You know, like, jerk off here, jerk off there, circle jerk. Like, okay, dude, yes. I I get the nostalgia for the Warriors, I guess. You know, people still aren't over them. Let it fucking go for once. But, and you know, maybe I'll get proven wrong and they'll fucking come out and they'll win the title. But there's literally people right now. They're like, oh, the Warriors going to win the title. Motherfucker hasn't even been 10 games yet. Richard Jefferson, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Actually, I think that was Channing Fry to be, to, to be fair, but still. But mm-hmm. has both those, One of those U of A guys. Fuck those guys. God damn it. I kind of I kind I kind of enjoy how Richard Jefferson always goes to the how many NBA years did how many how many NBA years? How many years did you play in the NBA to everybody who 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 says stuff to him? That that dude is so quick to go to that. It's hilarious. Am I the only one that noticed that? One one of these days, one of these days I'm gonna create a burner account and I'm just gonna be like I played fucking 18 years, bitch. What now? And see what he says. You know. What's your see name? See if I can like 
<laughs> probably be the first follow-up question. I'd be like, fuck you. What's your name? <laughs> You'd say Richard Jefferson. What's your name? And I'd be like, oh, really? Richard Jefferson? I've never heard of you before. Oh. <laughs> and, then, and then boom. Dan listen, wins. I didn't, listen, <laughs> I didn't say it was well thought out. I'm just saying that's what I would have done. <laughs> However, but yeah. But hey, congrats, Warriors. You guys beat the fucking Minnesota. I almost said the Minnesota Twins. You beat the Minnesota Timberwolves, dude. Congrats. <laughs> fucking on the doorstep of the fucking finals. Great. By the way, hey, when is Carl Anthony Towns asking out? Because it's going to get ugly. It is ugly. Like, it's going to get worse. Like, you guys, by the way, we're on the <laughs> topic. We're not on the topic, yeah. but I'm bringing it up. Yeah. Did you guys see... Um, when somebody said uh, Towns to the Suns confirmed, or Cat to the Suns confirmed, and he liked it, and then like the next day he's like, "Oh fuck, I got fucking my bad guys, I got hacked." Password, <laughs> we're good. No, dude, Cat did that. Yeah, that's yep. amazing. After, oh. like, after like their like fourth or fifth straight loss, and like. Something like I that. Got, and then, I got and hacked. he only shot like 12 shots. I got hacked to simply like this tweet. I feel like, don't you be like, oh, I accidentally liked it. Yeah, it's better to just be like, I was scrolling Twitter and I accidentally liked it and didn't realize it. I did I did that today. <laughs> and then I wondered, like, I'm like, I wonder if that person was like, oh, why did he like it? Then unlike it. But I didn't. And, tend to like it because it was a tweet that I did not particularly like. Yeah. I not that I don't like the the the, the individual who tweeted it. I just was like, it, it's like a pro ASU thing. I'm not a pro ASU guy. Actually I liked it. Unliked it. I had to turn now I wonder because I can't fucking I stand Steph Curry and he's on there. So Dan Sorry. is so ornery. So ornery. He is. So what else boys? So uh so we guys so okay hey Let's talk about one other guy, and I want Paul to name who that's going to be. One other player we should talk about here, because, you know, we, we covered Frank. We've covered DA not playing. We've covered a little JaVale. Talked about Cam a little bit. Talked talk about the about other, other Cam, Cam a, little a little bit. Cam's. The Kim's. Dude, so. Are you, you ready guys... to talk about Mikhail? Yeah, sure. What about him? Well, no, I just you wanted me to guess who you want to talk about. So oh no, like, I was at, I was I was leaving it up to you. I was leaving. No, it I up thought to you had you. somebody you wanted to talk about. It Who's, seemed like you. How like, about this? No, 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 I didn't. Let's let me ask you guys this question, because we we've obviously covered and look podcast of optimism. We are and will forever be. But we've 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 covered a little bit of the dark side here today. Let's 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 talk about where maybe expectations aren't being met. Who would you guys classify as the most disappointing player on the Suns so far? And I'm going to say that I feel like Cam Johnson, as much as I love him, is probably a pretty easy answer. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, uh, eliminate Cam Johnson, but that seems like not a problem. So Dan, go on. Abdul Nader. Why? I mean, (laughs) are you just saying because of the obvious, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Although, how much did you expect out of Abdul Nader? Are you really disappointed in him, or are you I'm, disappointed I'm, I'm, in the fact I'm that he's still getting that minutes? He's getting, yes, he's getting minutes. 
And maybe this is something that and, and look for the people that are like just give just give Jalen Smith the minutes. I'm like, dude, if Jalen no. Smith can't crack the rotation with DeAndre Aiden's hurt, it's look, you know what? Sometimes you miss. Hey. Guess what? James Jones still hasn't missed as much as Ryan McDonough missed. So like, well, there's there's still that. So Well, because um, he keeps trading with the picks, but it <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't have as many stuff. swings. At least it's not top five picks. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, Paul. So, um, so yeah, it, it's, it's frustrating when he's in there sometimes he did some, some good things tonight. Um, and you know, it wasn't too bad, but you know, come crunch time, come playoff time, come, you know, anytime you're playing, you know, one of those top tier teams, whoever they may be there, they, I feel like they can't have that. I'm a little, I don't know upset not upset but i'm a little uh i'm wondering when those uh you know fad young rumors are gonna pop back up again because they were pretty loud um so hopefully that's just something that's a wait and see kind of thing but i almost feel like the sooner he gets in here the better so that they can start incorporating him into the rotation if that's the let's, fucking play, let's or let's, or let's shit or get off it. the pot, as they say. Yeah, or fuck it, dude. You want to? I was I thought about this today. I don't know why, but hey, why don't you fucking uh, let's do a uh, Marvin Bagley for a stick straight straight up? Marvin Bagley Re- reunite the what school was it? What's what school oh, was it in, in, in Phoenix? Oh God, that's gonna bother me now. Anyway, St. Mary's? No, 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 no. They they no, were at like one of those prep. like prep prep schools for basketball players. Oh yeah, I don't even remember yeah. the days. So. So it's where they were at the same one, yeah, right? They on the same team. Yeah, yeah, they played right? on the same team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. man, so there man, you go. Man. Hey, there you go. I. <laughs> so I mean. At this I mean, point, though, be, I think you're right. Both those guys aren't playing. So, I mean, hey, you know. Right. Why not? Are they But are they better than Nader? Well, okay, Thad Young, we know. But that's that's a whole different scenario. Let's look at a guy like Bagley. I mean, I, let me... Okay, you dismissed the whole sticks thing. Let's talk about the game that he did play in, though, this year. He looked decent enough, okay. right? I thought he looked better than Nader in that short period. Yeah, but I think he was playing against like I don't know third stringers at that point, so I, it's tough. But look, man, I'm not opposed to to sticks minutes. Like, get, like if if you want to give sticks Nader's minutes, please by all means, I, I'm all for it. At least you'll know what you have in the kid. But at the same time, if he can't even crack the rotation and take Nader's minutes, then that has me seriously questioning his ability and. Which is why I'd be like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Let's trade him for Marvin Bagley because why not? Because you'll well, still have Nader, who you love, right? Or Monty loves. And then, you know, if you can reignite Marvin Bagley's fire, great. If not, guess what? He's walking at the end of the year anyway. So there's that. I like Was it, Bagley's Dan. option not picked up either? Or No. Mm. <laughs> well, no, he, he, well he, he's fourth year anyway, so... He would be hitting technically restricted free agency. Yeah, I I don't think they extended the calling 
qualifying offer to him. So that would be next season. They don't extend it next, next season. season. You're right. You're right. Next season. Yeah. So they have not Which yet. I'm guessing and I would be won't. surprised that they don't, that they won't. Yeah. That's that relationship is toxic. Oh, like the Britney I mean, Spears song. Yes. Well, I mean, the dude like was like supposed to check in on Monday night and he like waved it off. Like there's video of it that like, he's Walton like wanted, nah, I'm good. Walton wanted him to go in. He's like, nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't blame him. I mean, I do the same I, thing. Like, they, Yeah. All right. So, hey, let's let's do one last thing before we wrap up this episode. And that is pick, I'm not pick some games, games again. Let's pick some Fuck games. That. No. Why? Just because you suck at it. I picked a win for I us tonight because we, we fucking forgot. fucking stupid. That's why. Jesus. I'm sorry. It's not that you don't stupid. Have, you don't have to participate it's only a little if you stupid. too, I guess, Dan. No, Why would I'll we want to pick winners of Suns games on a Suns podcast? It seems like an like a really illogical thing. First to of do. all, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. First of all, when everyone's just gonna pick wins, like what the fuck is that? Well, we didn't. All, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, pick a, well. if you're gonna pick a loss and they get ostracized. <laughs> I don't know the fucking word. Ostracized Buffalo from Twitter? Trace? Ostr- yes. You already got ostracized from Twitter by from yourself. Twitter. No, this pod. From the world? No, from this pod. You it, picked you a fucking, loss last, we picked last, a week. last week. Yeah, exactly. And then, Justin, and then Justin was talking shit. Well, you were wrong. And I'm like, so? You're so? wrong about a lot of shit. Okay, and you can talk shit about me if I'm wrong. I don't, do that, <laughs> I don't, get, the, I don't get why you're upset here. I don't either. <laughs> you want me to be upset next time you pick a win and it's wrong? I'll be upset about that too. Will that help? Will that make you feel better? I'm here no. for you. Oh, fuck you. you. Sure. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so. <laughs> so on Friday, November 12th, we're playing at Memphis. Dan, what do you think? I think that's a loss. <laughs> Oh, what do you think? I would thought Dan was going to tell me to fuck up, to be quite honest. The fact that he answered no, is impressive. Honestly, honestly, um, if DeAndre Ayton's back... Are you going. drinking Buffalo Trace out of beer bottles? What is going on over there? No, sorry, he's he, he's uh, liquor before beer. He's in the clear. Dude, that sounds like that sounds like the trash cans <laughs> like Monday, like like Sunday I'm morning after... No, what? So... what did Paul just do? You've never seen Warriors? Warriors? Holy shit. Okay, hey, Paul, at Memphis. So, no, here, no, hold on. Wait, let me finish. Um, If DeAndre Ayton plays, it'll be a win um, because he's going to teabag fucking JJJ, Jaron Jackson Jr., who still sucks, by the way. No. (laughs) Why? Why? Why, Paul? Is Is that necessary? I feel like that was unnecessary. JJJ. Anyway, uh, wait, DeAndre hold on. Gonna, wait, hold on. Paul. No, no, no. We're not waiting. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. You, uh, we can wait. Go ahead. Paul. No, go on. Go. It was really yeah. an irrelevant point. Continue. So, Jaren Jackson hear about Jr. The teabagging. is going to get teabagged by DeAndre Ayton because you know what? Jaren Jackson Jr. still fucking sucks, dude. Like he got this contract, and people, are like, oh, that's a fucking bargain. He sucks ass, can't play defense, and gets like two rebounds a game and fouls out by like halftime. People are like, <laughs> oh, but he's great. He shoots fucking nine threes and he'll make three of them. And he's a big guy. 
So I don't know. But John Morant's fucking awesome though. I can't say shit about John Morant. He's great. He really is. Which, um, which is why it's why that scares me. And also, hey, um, does it not bother you guys that John Morant should have been fucking ours, but we got fucked on that draft lottery? I mean, I know we have Chris Paul, but can you imagine having fucking John Morant, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, and Mikael Bridges? Do you not mean Chris Devin Paul. Booker and Mikael? Devin Booker, sorry. That'd be fucking that would be just, amazing. I was yeah, just thinking about it. Sorry, I was picturing it. I was picturing just it. Just imagine that for a second. So, so Memphis win. Yes. Not, not like Memphis is going to win. The Suns are going to win. That's what we're going with. I feel like I got a straight answer. Not at all out of you, Dan. So I'm going to go with Suns win. I'm going to pick the win. Cause DeAndre okay. is going to be back. Uh, November 14th. So one day between games at Houston. Win. It's Houston revenge game. They're, they're, <laughs> Christian Woods going off. I'm kidding. It's gonna be a win, dude. Paul, that by the Zinger. way, I try. <laughs> 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 by the way, I I like halfway watched that Pistons Rockets game today oh. on ESPN. That was so fucking hard to watch, dude. I'm like, oh my god, it's fucking three years ago. <laughs> I'm watching the Suns play a shitty-ass team again. And Josh Jackson was there, too. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Josh Jackson was there, too. It was amazing. It was like a little reunion. Okay, so at Houston, when? Now, the second half of a back-to-back then, the following night, Monday, November 15th, at Minnesota. How, how a much streak will, and look. there. How much will the uh, Timberwolves have fully collapsed by then? Are they on a freaking losing streak? Oh, yeah. Like, they went, like, what, like, three and one and then haven't won a game since? Something like that. Is this really going to go into your analysis? I feel like Paul is putting a lot of thought into this. They lost lost the Golden State tonight. But, hey, Golden State's won the title, though. Remember, according I mean, to everyone else, they're winning the fucking title. So, I mean, yeah, I mean they've lost their last six, and they play both LA teams before they play us. So they could be that. That's going to be a nine-game losing streak for them. Paul's grinding on the decision, so it's a loss. I love it, Dan. <laughs> after no. the thorough and no, you're it's not a loss. No, I mean, a loss for be, for them, for them. Yeah, so we win. Yeah. Suns win. We win. Yeah. Okay, so after Paul did all that thorough analysis to determine the Suns will beat fucking Minnesota, Dan, what do you have to say? Uh, Suns win too. By the way, oh, Minnesota oh. is on in they're on a seven game. Uh, well, I mean, never mind. They're they Why do we? Why do we? Why do we always do math on this podcast? Do we not realize this? Right, we're not supposed no, to do so, math. No, the the math was right, but the, but NBA.com doesn't update their they haven't updated their standings from uh, from the Minnesota Timberwolves game yet. So my comment yeah. stands. All right, boys. Any final thoughts, final comments before we wrap up this episode of Fanning the Flames? Uh, well, actually, question. question. That's that's why I threw it out there. Go on. So we went. I. I think to be safe, we might want to pick at least through the Wednesday game, just in case we 
end up pushing back recording again. So just no, Paul's, a, Paul's, a, Paul's already planning on pushing the recording back. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just know things happen. I'm just kidding, buddy. Okay, Wednesday, now, November seventeenth, versus so at home at the Footprint Center. The Dallas Mavericks. Oh, we fucking own them, bitch. Win from yeah. Daniel. Yes. I'm I know I think they'll split the these two games with Dallas. I swear to God, Paul. I swear to God. A 10 game win streak's a long ass win streak, my guy. I don't fucking care, my guy. It's the fucking Mavericks. I know it's the fucking Mavericks. They suck ass. Warden they do Bridges suck ass. It's gonna fucking own Luca. They're fucking seven and three start or whatever the fuck they had. Get the fuck out of here. That's just not fucking real, dude. They're going to lose in the first round again. Did you both just refer to each other as my guy? Like out of nowhere? That was really random. Well, it wasn't random. He started. And then it's yeah, well, Paul, started. it was random for you. I feel like I've never heard you say that. We've had this conversation when I said my guy like two months ago. <laughs> I feel like that's a lie, my guy. No, we had this conversation, <laughs> my guy. <laughs> Hey, so, um, Paul, you, you didn't answer the question of whether the I'm Suns will win that specific game. You just so I'm that's a, a loss. loss. Wow. I'm taking a win. Justin, are you going to break the tie here? Yeah, I am. And what do you think I'm going to do? I'm not taking a loss against the fucking Mavs. Do I look psycho? No. Hell no. Like Dan said, own them. Own them. What is I mean, what is what is Da in his career against uh, Mavs teams like uh, seven hundred and O or something like that? Like seven hundred and one game. I think he lost seven hundred and one. It's weird yeah, they played that many times, but I think he's like eight and one against them. Yeah, so for sure, it's a win. And then guess I am what? Looking Paul? at their record and their wins, the the closest thing they have to a quality win is Boston. And Boston, you gonna change your mind? No, you change your mind. Paul's gonna change his mind. Let's do it. Boston's at. No, Boston's not even ass. Boston's ass crack. It's even worse than ass. Is that? Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's worse than ass. Okay. Boston is taint. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right, oh, so let's wrap happened. up this wrap up yes, this episode of Fanning the Flames. Wrap let's wrap up this episode of Fanning the Flames. You wrap can find up. you can find lock me on Twitter. I'm at so says J. Paul is at, at Dirt. Oh, you lock it up. Whirl. Is nowhere to be found. Who gets that reference? Fuck you guys in your wedding crashers. Thank you. I didn't even hear it. Hey, guess what? A good movie. Miss me with the fucking Breakfast Club. That fucking shitty ass movie. Anyway, you can't find me on Twitter because I'm not on there anymore. So fuck all of you. You you can find him on Instagram if you can find him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. he'll he posts he posts pictures apparently of him shopping now is is the new Daniel Duarte that we all yeah, are going to learn to grow in love. He's cooking he's shit. turning into he's turning the Zen version of Dan. That's what what's happening here. That's what's Jeez. happening. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys listening. Oh, and the pod is at fan and the flames NBA. And Dan, don't they shouldn't forget to follow uh everyone's favorite unofficial official sponsor of Fan of the Flames, right? And who is that? Yes, sir. At Buffalo Trace. At Buffalo Trace. And we, again, appreciate y'all listening. Paul, did you want to say something else? Why did you just look up like that? No? I was just going to... If Buffalo Trace is listening, our, our DMs are open if you're looking for sponsorship opportunities. <laughs> NBA, come an official sponsor. 
what an opportunity that would be. <laughs> so, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. And depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Go, son. Just want to hear you say-